Imagine starting a company with your best friend, your husband, your wife, your significant other. Does that sound like a dream to you or an utter nightmare? Today we get to hear the story of Anna and Nathan Bond, the husband and wife team behind Rifle Paper Company. Nearly seven years ago, Anna and Nathan took that leap and they started a stationary company out of their garage. Today, the company is an international sensation. They have partners like Lee Sportsack, Paper Crown, Puffin Books, and Paperless Post. And they've also grown a family in the process. I'm Megan Keeney Anderson, and this is their story on The Growth Show. We are right at the cusp of something huge. We are at a crossroads, and the future is completely within our control. We're living through the single biggest culture shift of our time. This is the time for us to just really take charge. That's what revolutions do. They enable the impossible. I'd love to start off with just the story of how you started Rifle Paper Company. Anna was doing freelance uh, design, um, mostly custom wedding invitations, and I was in a band um, touring the country, and um, Anna started getting um, a bunch of requests, more client requests, more than she could handle, and I started stepping in to help her manage her customers. So we kind of started working together, and from there we had the idea to start Rifle, and it just sort of blossomed from there. So it started as this hobby almost, um, something that you could do on the side while pursuing other interests, while pursuing your band. At what point did you start to feel like the hobby became more than a hobby and became something that you guys could actually do full-time? Well, I was doing it, I was sort of trying to figure out who I was as a designer. I was freelancing for a while. And when the wedding invitation started picking up is really when I fell in love with stationery. And so for me, it was this kind of a, a longer process of really trying to find who I was. So it, it was all sort of coming together for me. And I think Nathan, um, I don't know if you were full-time when we launched the site even. Oh, I was. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, it, you know, for him, it was a lot more organic. He started helping me writing emails as me at first <laughs> about Forgery. how to cut down wedding invitations. And um, it just sort of was an organic process for him to come alongside what I was doing because it just, it just really seemed to make sense at the time. Yeah, we just thought there was a lot of opportunity and um, I wanted to help, believed in what we were doing. And um, so for me, it just sort of was a natural thing to slide right in. And I was excited to pursue something new. I was pretty burnt out trying to be a musician. So it was exciting to go into an industry where actually there's a market for it and people want to buy your stuff. It was, it was pretty refreshing, actually. <laughs> That's actually a really interesting point, Nathan. I love that idea of, of making such a strong shift when you've become burnt out on something, in this case, something that you had previously been really, really passionate about. Um, how did you get the energy to try to tackle something new after music? I would say that it was invigorating because I was sort of just sort of, you know, going through the motions a bit um, on the other, on, you know, the music side. Um, like I said, it was, it, you know, it's really hard to make a living doing that right now. I think you have to be really creative and really resourceful. Um, so when I started working with Anna, I was really just thrilled and excited to be doing something new. So I think that gave me the energy and also the challenge and I really believed in it and I was learning things every day and we were just sort of throwing ourselves into it and uh, figuring stuff out every day. So I, I think it was, it was, I was invigorated by the work. 
Yeah. What was the learning process like, um, Anna, to understand the business of stationery in addition to kind of the art of it? It was a huge, I mean, at first it didn't seem too challenging when we were just doing wedding invitations. Um, but then, you know, starting, a, and we sort of approached the product line somewhat naively in the sense that we were like, yeah, let's, let's do it and sort of figure it out as we go. And there was a lot to figure out. Um, and we, it sort of hit home the day we launched our site and just being bombarded uh, by every, everything sort of became a reality. And we realized how little <laughs> we knew yeah. um, and how much we had to learn. So um, it, was, it was definitely, that was an interesting process. <laughs> but we just sort of like tackled it head on and, um, you know, we're willing to put in the energy to make it work. I'd love to hear just a little bit more about the conversation that the two of you guys had when you finally decided to take the leap, you know, the night before you started building the website. What was that like? Well, Anna had just... Um visited the National Stationery Show in New York, which is um, a big trade show in our industry. And she had sort of on a whim found out there was such a thing. Yeah. And then decided to fly to New York to take a look at what was going on. She came back from New York and was very excited. And I remember her telling me that she really felt like we had something that was very different than anything else that was going on. And it would work. And um, I think that was really it. I was like, okay, let's go for it. What does that mean, Anna? And she said, well, I think we'll do this and this. I was like, okay, great. Let's do it. Sounds <laughs> nice. awesome. And the next thing you know, we hired a company to build our website. So, okay, so you launched the website. Does, you know, does everything happen the moment you go live or did it sit quiet for a moment? Uh, what was it like right after the site went live? We, I, I mean, I vividly remember like sort of, almost like pushing this giant red button of like going live. I think we had stayed up all night, um, putting all the products in, doing everything. And Design Sponge actually had announced the launch and that was scheduled. So we were sort of like working to hit this deadline of when her post was going to go live. And um, it just sort of like everything exploded in like fell minute. off the hinges. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it was just like, yay, we're going to do it. And then sort of like realizing what we had done. <laughs> um, yeah, just sort of everything that could go wrong went wrong. You know, our even little things like our security certificate for the site um, didn't work. Which wasn't made, valid, yeah. Made people, you know, so people couldn't see the site and we were getting orders and, you know, all this. We had a lot of problems before. We didn't have any product either. That was a big yeah, problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's an important later, detail. Later that day, we got the product, and all of that was printed wrong. So it was, it was, it was intense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so how do you, I mean, so in, in addition, uh, I sort of alluded to it before, but obviously in addition to being business partners, you guys are, um, you're married. And so how do you handle the stress of, that moment, that very intense day when things are breaking left and right and you're kind of in it together? <laughs> well, we, we joke that we have had, we have alternating meltdowns. So We um, had alternating had. nervous breakdowns. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, no longer? That's not the strategy anymore? <laughs> no, now, now we, we actually have eliminated um, emotional um, <laughs> breakdowns as part of our business plan. <laughs> that was only early in the early days. Now we've yeah. kind of evolved from that. Um, I wish. But 
Yeah, it was sort of one day turned into about two weeks of crazy, very intense um, problem solving. Um, and we had to switch uh, manufacturers, I think, three times in those two weeks. Yeah. So, really, the mistake we made is since we knew nothing about manufacturing, um, it, we, we sort of had this naive assumption that when you just go to a factory, you tell them what you want them to make and they'll make it the way you ask them to and you know that's really not how it works it's much more of a partnership you have to work alongside them and get things right and it's sometimes a process um, so again like I said earlier when we launched the site our product was arriving that same day we launched we didn't think there was anything wrong with that of course that was super silly of us thinking back on it and um, it was huge process kind of a nightmare to get it right to fulfill the orders of all the customers I was emailing all the customers personally apologizing we had people that were mad at us it was very stressful right and um, and finally you know I don't want to say we got it right after the third time we really it was still not at the quality level we would expect today but we were just you know every day hammering out a new trying to find a new way to solve the problem and um, eventually we we, we got there. I still have PTSD when I hear a certain ringtone. That was my phone's ringtone over those two weeks. Um, I, I can't. <laughs> you hear changed it. it. Literally getting into a panic attack. So um, it is, you know, yeah, but, but it all worked out. I think that the, for us, the fear was we have something special. We've got to a great launch, and we're going to, all our customers are going to have a horrible experience and never going to come back, right? So mm-hmm. um, we, we just did everything we could to try to make it right. And it, it was a right around Christmas. We didn't even think about the fact that we were selling Christmas cards to people two weeks before Christmas. I mean, it was really uh, um, you know, not that well planned out, but it worked out, and you, you're better and stronger for it. Yeah, I mean, knowing now uh, what you didn't know then. Would you still have launched at the same time? Was it worth it to kind of go in and um, sink or swim in the moment, or would you have you know pushed off the launch and gotten all those things in order? Well, I would never rewrite history because you learn a lot from these things, and um, the difficulty and the challenges have made us better and stronger. So you know, I wouldn't change a thing. But as far as it was, it a good strategy to launch then? No, absolutely terrible. I would say. I mean, at the same time, I gotta say. It, we couldn't have launched a month before, right? And you know, maybe it wasn't necessarily a bad thing to launch at a time when people are shopping and excited. So maybe it was a you know we fell into it on accident and it was for the best, right? Yeah, um, but I you know, it, but I certainly don't think it's a good idea to launch your website in November. Now I think September is a better idea. If you can. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, one of the things that's unique about about Rifle is that you guys had this loyal fan base before you even started the business. Most people, you know, they put that website up and they're ecstatic to get 25, 50 visitors on the first day. Um, what do you think having and building that, that fan base before building the business did for your approach to this company? I think it just gave us confidence to know that we had something that people wanted and were excited about um, and it allowed us to I think have the confidence to just really go for it in a bigger way than we would have been able to. Who were we just stepping into um, cold turkey? You guys yeah, yeah. I think it it the year before when I was thinking about you know what I wanted to do and the wedding invitations and the idea of products. I think it just it it was what I needed to push forward. And we actually we launched with a pretty decent amount of products and a pretty good range. 
And I think that, um, I think if we hadn't had that following it, maybe we still would have done it, but it, I could see it of being a lot smaller. I think we were just pretty confident in what we had and kind of like Nathan said, really going for it. So the the two of you have been through a lot together since starting Rifle Paper Company. I'd love to hear a little bit about what you've learned about each other over that process. I think we balance each other out really well. And I feel like over the last six years, we've really learned how to do that better and better um, and just how to work well as a team and um, how to communicate with each other. Yeah, I mean, you know, since... Ann and I started dating, we were always kind of working together. So it was sort of a natural thing mm-hmm. to start a business. Um, even when I was a musician, Anna was doing the posters for the band and the merch, and she did the album art for our first record. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we've always sort of had, she did this giant installation in a club for our for our release show. Um, it was, I don't know, it was like 80 foot, 80 foot giant paper mache two-headed sea dragon installation in the wow. entire club it was wow I mean this thing like went in the entire space it was amazing so we've always done kind of weird collaborative creative things together so I think that um it, it wasn't surprising that we could work together well and do something um and I think what's what's you know what for what I'm thankful for is you know when you're married to someone you you know your interests are aligned in a way that you know it's almost impossible in any other type of relationship to be frank I mean Everything we're doing is for the same common goal. We're on the same page. Mm-hmm. There's never any sort of hidden agendas or any sort of, you know, it's sort of, it's clear, you know, we're, what we're doing. Um, we're a family. So that's a real advantage. Now, there are downsides as well, of course, that most people probably are, would be thinking of the minute they think about working with their spouse. <laughs> Those are real. But there's also some real exciting advantages too. And the other thing about Anna and I, I think that's cool is even though we're very different personalities, we have kind of, opposite skill sets and um, complement each other. We, we're, we're, we overlap enough that we get each other. So I'm a creative person, obviously, and so is she. Right. I can, I can even though I'm sort of the suit at Rifle, um, you know, uh, I can still kind of cross over and speak to the design team, recognize what, what you know, uh, you know, and recognize what's good and what's not, what is Rifle, what isn't. Anna uses me for feedback a lot. I'm sort of an yeah. unofficial member of the creative team I mean, in a weird way. I feel like we know the brand inside and out. And I do, I show Nathan my designs and new products first, usually before anyone else to get his feedback. And I think we just, we know the brand so well. And I really value it. Like he says, you know, I don't think that's right or I don't think that's rightful. Sometimes I disagree. Yeah. Um, but I will always sort of, take into consideration and really value that feedback. And on the other side, Anna is very acute business mind. I mean, she's really, really uh, savvy. She knows what our customers want. Um, She knows who our customer is. She, um, uh, you know, she's, she's, she thinks in terms of marketing, things in terms, I mean, she's very just kind of good with that side as well. And she cares about that side. It's not it's not sort of the business side versus the creative side, you know, that sort of cliche thing. It's not like that at all. Everything is very united. So we're, we, so even though we're very, we have different roles here, we have different strengths, different personalities, there's overlap in mission and also in sort of even interests and tastes and sensibilities. So I think that's what makes it a really unique relationship and makes it work so well. But I will say, even with all that, there's lots of things we both suck at. Sure. And that's why we hire other people. 
Got it. You try to hire the people that are great at all the things that you're bad at, and you fill in the gaps, and now you're a big family. You know, and that's the idea. That's really how you do it. Now, um, yeah. How has building a business together affected your relationship? So how do you make time for each other? Um, how do you handle the demands between work and family? a lot tougher to do in the beginning. I feel like that's something we've learned a lot, how to be better and better at that and know when to wear those hats. And in the beginning, I think there was just, it, there was just so much going on. Yeah, there we could, we didn't have an option. Yeah, break we, in the beginning yeah. so that it was just sort of all encompassing. And that was often draining and stressful, but, um, you know, it was, it was kind of, we both knew that that is what was, we wanted to do and what was necessary. And, um, we knew that's what it took at the time. Right. We didn't really have an option. It's not that we didn't know how to separate work from marriage. It was more that we didn't have the option. It was just, you know, we had to be completely 100% rifle all the time if we were going to make this company work. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like, it's not like you're saying, all right, we need three hours for work and three hours for home when you're doing this endless balance sheet of, you know, trying to make sure that you get equal time for each. It sounds more like you are uh, trying to, very quickly decide priorities in, in a more blended way. So when something comes up personally, be having the agility to be able to drop things and, and attack that personal thing and vice versa. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So any parting advice for other people who, um, may be looking to start a business with their significant other or with a very close relationship? Uh, you know, it sounded like a lot of this came naturally to you guys. Do you think it could come naturally to everyone or was there something inherent to the type of relationship that you had that made this so successful? If you don't have a business yet and you're having issues communicating, um, it's probably going to be that much harder. That's right. You know, it sort of like takes everything that's difficult and great in a marriage and just sort of makes them more better or worse and you just sort of have to know how to navigate that and be willing to kind of put your relationship through of the ringer in a lot of ways I mean I think it's you come out on the other side of it if it works it's that much better like Nathan said running a company with your partner I think is is just there's a lot of trust there and it's I couldn't imagine doing this either by myself or with someone I wasn't married to. I mean, it's all I've known, but I just think they're, it just makes it that much more At special. This point, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was certainly was the right decision for us, but yeah, I don't think it, I, I'm with Anne. I don't think it's the right decision for everybody at all. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a, it's a choice you have to make. Um, some, you know, it, there's positives and negatives. So it's just a lifestyle decision there. And there's whether or not the person that you're with is even a good person to be working with. Even if you have a great relationship and you get along all the time, are you really, <laughs> or is that person really a good person to start a business with? You have complementary skills that are going to help you build something. There's, there's a lot of factors. Um, I think actually what Anne was saying was reminding me a little bit. It is kind of like having a child where it kind of amplifies all the things that, um, um, about your relationship, you really have to be a team. You have to be united. So, you know, if you're up for having children as well as having a business like us, is a whole other level of mm-hmm. challenge to, to sort through. But um, it's been great for us, and um, but uh, that doesn't mean it's great for everyone. That's my take. Absolutely. All right, Anna, Nathan, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today on the Growth Show. 
Uh, it's been a you know fascinating seven years uh, for the business, and I wish you many, many more years of success. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks so much for having us. Hey, Growth Show listeners. We want to know what you think of our show. Please leave your feedback as an iTunes review. 